And to Jesus be the glory, honor, and praise, and a glorious new beginning. 2022 is here, and we're going to have a great year together. Saints, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I say thank you for loving the Lord as you do. And this year, I pray He will bless you, anoint you, protect you, use you, honor you, prosper you in Jesus' name. And God's people said amen and amen. And Chad is back from, you know, being with his family for Christmas on the in the new year. Well, no, you came before the new year began, but you want to say hello and... Well, hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be back with you, Pastor Benny. So glad to be back with you all. Yeah, let me... So, go ahead. I pray you all had a blessed New Year. And I am believing with Pastor Benny this is going to be an amazing and incredible year in the Lord for every one of you. In Jesus' name. We're on our way for ministry, and I am so excited about what the Lord is about to do in the service. And I want to spend a few moments with you talking about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm preaching on the Holy Spirit tonight, and I am so elated that I'm able to begin the new year by talking about the most important person to us as believers on the earth. His name is the Holy Ghost. You know, we have to remember, He is the Spirit of, of the Lord Jesus, equal in glory, equal in power and authority, to God the Father and God the Son. To know Him is to know Jesus. To walk with Him is to walk with Jesus. To love Him is to love Jesus because He is the Spirit of the Lord. He is Jesus with no limit. And I love saying that because when the Lord was on earth physically, He was limited. Today by His Spirit, there is no limit to think about His omnipresence, His omnipotence, His omniscient uh, power. It's glorious when you think about it, that the Lord 2,000 years ago was in one place at one time. Today He is at all places at one time by His Spirit. Isn't it incredible? And that's why we're able to do this right now, through the that's, phone. Exactly. Think about, you, had the Holy Spirit not, not come, we would not even know the Lord wow. or be able to walk with Him as we do today. Wow. He is that present help in time of trouble through His Holy Spirit. What a blessed Lord to give us. The greatest gift the Lord gave us is His blessed, blessed Holy Spirit. That to me is amazing. Is amazing. You know, I cannot give you or you my 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 spirit i i cannot say that to anyone nor can you but the lord gave us his spirit just think about that for just a moment because the real you is your spirit say the real you is the real spirit within you jesus gave us his holy spirit wow that by itself is mind-boggling now let's talk about the holy spirit and feel free there, Charlie, to ask me questions if you want. And I would like you to. So, who is he? Well, number one, he's the Spirit of the Lord. And when you, when you read the Word of God, you see him always united with the Father and the Son. Right in the very beginning of Scripture, Elohim. 
God. There you see the Holy Spirit also in that plurality of the word Elohim. Let us make man in our image. Let us, our image. There you see him again in those words. And we see it repeatedly in the Old Testament. But it's the Lord Jesus who brought the beauty and the clarity of who the Holy Spirit is to all of us. When he called him the Comforter, I will pray that the Father will send the Comforter, the Paraclete, the one who stands at our side all the time. And he said something beautiful. He shall be with you forever, in you forever. That to me is incredible. That the Lord himself is in our hearts by the Holy Spirit forever. Remember, forever means that when this body goes back to dust, the Holy Spirit remains in our hearts, which is our spirit man, forever. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. So when you and I were born again, the Holy Spirit united himself with our spirit, that you now and the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost and you are inseparable, our inseparable Lord. So, and I explain it like, like this, if you had two bottles of water and put them in a glass, then you can't really tell where the water came from. Did it come from this bottle or that bottle? It's the same way when you're born again. I in them and they in me, that they may be made perfect in one. That oneness is the work of the Holy Ghost. So now that Jesus is no longer outside of us, we don't have to look for him anywhere outside of us. He is within us. Catherine Kuman used to say, look within, because he's within you. Out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. The, the Holy Spirit, you know, is not poured down from heaven. He's now poured out through the church to the world. He was poured down from heaven on the day of Pentecost. That was the first time and only time that the Holy Spirit came from heaven on the church. Now he's poured out of the church to the world. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. So when someone receives the Holy Spirit today, it's not where he comes from heaven. He already did come from heaven. He's on the earth now and has been on the earth ever since in the church in the church so by the laying on, on of hands people receive the power of the Holy Ghost think about that by saying Jesus come into my heart there he is within his church blessing those who come into the church and blessing those who are in the world as they call upon the Lord what is so remarkable is that he is the omnipresence of the Lord where through him the presence of God is everywhere at the same time. He is the omniscience of the Lord. We cannot know God without Him. We cannot know Jesus without Him. We are given the privilege of knowing the depth of God, the deep things of God. Even angels don't have that privilege. We can know God in His depth. You know, there's a lot about me and a lot about you that we don't want people to know about. There's a lot about Chad he doesn't know. He doesn't want anyone to know. We all have our own secrets. 
our own things we just don't want to share with no one. Good and bad, I'm talking about. But think about, think about, God says, no limits to what I will show you about me. No limits what I'll give you. You can have all of God. Isn't it amazing? In Corinthians it says, all things are yours. The Lord himself is yours. The depth of him is yours. How? By the Holy Spirit. You can know God as far as you want to go, as deep as you want to go, if you simply say, Holy Spirit, take me there. I want to know the Lord in depth. And Jesus said he will guide you into all truth. He will reveal things to you that I, Jesus, in the flesh cannot. Because he was limited, the Lord in the flesh. So Paul says, we know no man after the flesh, not even Christ Jesus. Because we only know him by the Holy Spirit. He's only revealed by the Holy Spirit. Salvation is only possible by the Holy Spirit. When Peter said, you're the Son of God, you're the Messiah, the Lord said, flesh and blood had not revealed this unto thee but my Father. Only by the Holy Spirit. We Nobody can even say Jesus is Lord without the Holy Spirit. Their mind can say it, but not from their hearts. Nobody can say it from their hearts without the Holy Ghost. People say the name Jesus all the time. Even unbelievers say, Lord Jesus. I've heard them myself. But not from their hearts. They can't say it in reality and truth. Only by the Holy Spirit are we able to do that. So think about how much we need Him. And when you think about needing Him, let's think about this. How much did Jesus need Him? Well, let's just look at it one at a time. Number one, He needed Him to be born into this world. Jesus could not have come to earth without the Holy Spirit. The angel said to Mary, and the holy thing within thee is the child of the Holy Ghost. Wow. Jesus is called the child of the Holy Ghost. Conceived by the Holy Spirit, it says in Matthew 1. Now the Bible goes on to tell us that as Jesus matured and grew up, he was given wisdom by the Holy Spirit. Think about a 12-year-old young man walking into the temple, knowing the scriptures. Who, who taught him that? There's no mention he ever went to school, but he knew more than the, than the people who knew the Old Covenant. He knew the Word, because he is the Word. Or when, after he was baptized by John the Baptist, and the Holy Spirit descended as a dove. And God said, this is my beloved Son in, in whom I'm well pleased. He was led from there on by the Holy Spirit. Led first to be tempted. He's the one who led him. And then later, the Lord said, every word I speak. In John 6, he said, every word I speak, it's spirit. Meaning by the Holy Spirit, I'm speaking it. And life. Every miracle that he performed was performed by the Holy Spirit. Because it says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal. 
Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom has come unto you. Not only did he heal the sick, but he cast out demons by the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who gave him the power to endure the cross. He gave him the power to endure the cross. Isn't that amazing? He gave him the strength that he needed to that last moment when the last drop of blood came out of his body. The Holy Spirit kept him alive when the devil tried to kill him in Gethsemane. When his sweat became blood. And he was raised from the dead by the Holy Spirit. Who raised him from the dead? Who healed his body that was had been so marred and unrecognizable? You know why Mary Magdalene did not recognize him when he called her Mary? Because the last time she saw him, he was unrecognizable. But by the Holy Ghost, God healed his body, yet kept the wounds of the cross on his body that we might never forget. Hallelujah. Forever and ever, those nail prints will be there. The hole in his side will be there. The nail prints on his feet will be there that you and I might remember. But it's the Holy Spirit who raised him from the dead. And the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 that he gave commandments. The last things he said were by the Holy Spirit. So, my question is, if, if Jesus needed the Holy Spirit, and he being the Son of God, needed the Holy Spirit to do what God called him to do, how about you and me? How much do we need him? And when the Lord returns, it says he will destroy Antichrist by the breath of his mouth. Who's the breath of his mouth? But the Holy Spirit. Now, you know, when, when years ago, it was exactly 1973 now, it would be 49 years ago. 49 years ago, December 21st, which was only a few weeks ago, a few days ago, really, I met the Holy Ghost at Catherine Kuhlman's service. I had gone to a church prior to that called the Catacombs, and... Uh, they taught about the power of the Holy Spirit. Nobody really saw a whole lot of healings. There was a lot of noise in that church. A lot of noise. I think they thought noise was power. But nobody ever mentioned the Holy Spirit in the way Miss Kuhlman did. I remember one young man one time shaking a little bit. And everyone wanted to touch him in hope that they would get some of that power on him at the church that I attended in Canada. And yet now I go to Miss Kuman's meeting and I'm sitting there amazed by what I'm sensing all around me. There was no way I, there's no way I can even describe to you the atmosphere in those meetings. There's just no way. It would have been no different had Moses shown up. He would have said this is the exact presence he knew. If Elijah showed up or any of the apostles. And I'm sitting there sensing this most heavenly presence of God deeper and greater I can describe to any human being Jesus was more real than than the air more real than the people his reality overpowered every other reality in that service 
thank you, Lord, thank you. But I had the privilege that day. And Catherine Kuhlman began to talk about the Holy Spirit. And, and her staff and people have actually told me they had never heard her talk like that before in any service. And she began to beg the crowd not to grieve him. Begging him. Begging them not to grieve him. I was stunned. She, The whole service stopped. And she began to cry out, please, like you could feel the pain in her voice. Don't grieve him. And then she said, he's all I got. And then she said, he's more real to me than you. And a cry came out of my being. Lord, I want to know you like that. That was a seven-hour drive back to Toronto that day after that incredible service. So now I get home physically exhausted and tired from the trip to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And some power began to pull me to go on my knees. And I got on my knees, not knowing why, physically totally exhausted. From the trip, I mean. And suddenly, out of my, out of my heart, I said those words. I said, Holy Spirit, and that was the first time I ever even talked to him. Because Catherine had introduced him in such a beautiful way, as a real person. I said, Holy Spirit... And I thought to myself, can I talk to him? And I thought God would actually judge me at that moment because I thought, because I never talked to the Holy Spirit before. I never addressed him. I said, but Catherine said he was her friend. So I said, Catherine Kuhlman said you're her friend. Can I know you too? And I'm going to tell you something. It wasn't long, maybe just a few minutes. I mean, oh, 10 minutes, somewhere there. Nothing happened. I thought, oh, good try. (laughs) But before I could get up to go back to bed, this heavenly blanket of glory and love covered me. I don't know how else to describe it. I felt like I was back in Pittsburgh. That same atmosphere in the service was now in my bedroom. And I was amazed that he came I hardly slept that night when the morning came I woke up I don't think I slept more than 3-4 hours I woke up early with the sun coming up and the first words out of my mouth good morning Holy Spirit and so I wrote a book about that I'm sure you probably read it or if you have not you really need to change your life and the glorious atmosphere that I sensed in Catherine's meeting and the night before was back in my bedroom. And now for a whole year, I stayed under that atmosphere. Everywhere I would go. Everywhere. I felt like I was in a cocoon for a whole year. Everywhere I went. I'll never forget the night that blessed presence lifted. I was at Mervyn Muller Watson's for a rehearsal to go to Europe. And a girl named Michelle Flock asked me what was my nationality. And as I was talking, it lifted and I began crying. I, th- I thought maybe he was grieved by something she said or I said. And then later, I met with Mother Rebecca, Sister Rebecca from Basilea Schling in Germany. 
the sisters of Mary and I said why why she said I'm glad he left now you'll grow up now you will look for him that's exactly what happened because later as, as I began seeking the Lord that presence came came back but it was it took it, it took time now I think God just allowed me to taste it for a year and showed me what can be mine if I would seek the Lord Jesus and I learned so much I'll never forget it as long as I live when Jim Ponto was preaching at a Methodist church little Methodist church that's the dear man that God used to take me to Catholic women and was a father to me and God used him to change my life he was a precious short man a free Methodist pastor a saint of God that you won't believe if I can describe it a true saint and he said listen I'm going to pick you up I'm preaching at a, a church and I want you with me so I okay and I was in fellowship with the Holy Spirit and I heard Jim's car outside he had a, an old Chevy and uh, he was you know honking so I knew he's out there and I was about to leave my room once when I felt someone touch me literally someone grabbed me and said just a few more minutes please oh, I could not believe the Lord would, would, would be so real and I said oh I gotta go but I promise I'll be back I would run back and say I missed you today I missed you today oh dear Jesus how I love you and I get in that car with Jim and before he says hello to me, he starts crying and sing hallelujah. He began singing hallelujah, weeping. I said, are you okay? He said, when you walked in, he said, the presence of, of the Lord walked in with you. I didn't realize the Holy Spirit came with me in the car. Because in that room, he said, a few more minutes. And because I gave him those few more minutes, he did not want to leave me. He came in the car with us. I'll never forget one time going to Bizak Center. I was picked up by two dear ladies, Linda Pornell and Anne. And they said, can you tell us more about the Holy Spirit, Benny? As I began talking, they stopped the car. Anne said, I cannot drive. I'm, I'm frozen. She said, please stop, stop talking or I will not be able to, to drive the car. The power of God here, here was so hard that she could no longer uh, control the, her, her, you know, the the wheel and I was amazed every time I talked about him he was there or oh, dear Rose Kift oh, that was one of the sweetest ladies Saint of God Rose I said Rose I gotta let you listen to a tape by Catherine Cuban on the baptism of the Holy Spirit when we finished there was a two tape thing like the, the old cassettes his presence so filled the room we could not continue listening so real is he and not one moment of dullness not he's so exciting the spirit of the Lord I'm telling you things that are treasures in my life now I want you to know him like that this year that's why I'm talking to you and I can tell you even to this day when I'm alone with the Lord and I call upon the blessed Holy Spirit his presence just comes so precious I would not be who I am if it wasn't for the blessed Holy Spirit in my life. My greatest cry, take not thy spirit from me, just like David.
I think I pray that prayer more than any prayer in my life. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Oh, dear Jesus, I worship you. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. I pray that almost every day in my life. Because I, I, I know without him, I'm sunk. It's over for me. And I'm going to tell you something. He's the one who, illumina who illuminates the word. Makes the Bible so real, so alive. Makes Jesus so real. The one cry I've always had. Catherine Kuman said one day, she said, she had one desire, that she would make Jesus real to the people who listened to her. That's been my cry for nearly 50 years now. That he would be real in their life too. That I'll make him that real to them. Well, saints, this is 2022. We're going to need him more this year than we've ever needed the Holy Spirit. Because dark days are here. And they're going to get a lot darker. A lot darker. And we need him, so call on him. Don't be afraid to call on him. My sweet mother-in-law one day, Pauline Harden, said, Who do I talk to? Do I talk to the Holy Spirit or Jesus or the Father? I said, Pauline, there's no competition in the Godhead. There's no competition. Because when we talk to the Holy Spirit, we're talking to God himself. And Jesus said he will guide you. He'll teach you. He'll strengthen and comfort you. He'll remind you of things I've said. And, and I discovered back in those days that I can ask him, help me understand the Bible, help me pray. I said one day, I said, only you know the Father. Help me know him. I cannot know him without you. Help me talk to him. Who am I to talk to God? I said, who? Oh, I'm just a piece of dust. Help me talk to the Lord. And the Bible says that in Romans 8, we don't know how to pray, but the Spirit himself prays with groanings that, that can't be uttered. So Lord, today, manifest your presence in people's lives, your sweet people who are listening and watching this very precious and wonderful time with you, Lord. Let 2022 become the year that will be crowned with the presence of the Holy Spirit in their life. In the name of Jesus. That Jesus will be more dear and more real and more precious to each one of them than ever before. That they would love you, Lord, in a way they've never loved you. For your word says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We can't love you, Lord, without the Holy Spirit's power. Give us that love, blessed Holy Spirit. You are the Spirit of love. We give you the praise. Amen and amen. Thank you for allowing me to talk to you so from my heart today about the Holy Spirit. Be blessed, be blessed this year with His presence. In Jesus' wonderful name. All right, bless you, sweet saints and beloved of God. I'll see you tomorrow. And now it's time to give to the Lord's work. Let's make this year a blessed year financially too as we increase our giving by increasing our seed as we sow it so God can increase the harvest for us and keep us abundantly blessed and protected financially. God bless you, Father. Bless them as they give you. 
Let's see, bless it, multiply it in Jesus' name. Reward them for their love and faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you can sow right now on the platform you're watching me on, or you can go to our website, benin.org, or you can simply text BHM45777. Much love. I truly appreciate you, and I love you dearly. You've become my family. I'll see you again tomorrow. And who knows, maybe I'll continue teaching on the Holy Spirit. I think that'd be precious. Because I think we need to all be reminded how we need Him now more than ever. Precious, precious Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus. And to Jesus be the praise. And remember, the Bible says, He shall glorify me. As you walk in the Holy Ghost, you will glorify the Lord Jesus. Much love. Bye-bye.